0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Believe in Lions podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. I'm your host, as always, Jack Kavanaugh, and I am joined by a man who had a couple interceptions for the Detroit Lions, a pro bowler, an NFL interception leader, and a man who just went back to Detroit, his return home it's clover quinn
0: yes sir what is up man
1: not too much enjoying the week we just had enjoying the fact that the lions are six and two heading into the bye and enjoying watching all of your content all throughout the weekend
0: <laughs> oh man well that should have been for, made for a good weekend you know it was a, it's a great time being back man the lions did um did what we expected them to do well almost what i expected them to do um, I actually had them scoring another touchdown. I think, I think I had predicted 34 to 14 or 17 or something like that. Um, so we were right on par. Ah, they just should have gotten an end zone a couple more times. But um, it was a great weekend. Being back, man, homecoming weekend. Being around all the the former, a lot of the former players, legends, and you know, being back in the city, feeling the love from the from the fans. It was a great time, man. Great weekend.
1: It was awesome just to follow along with all of your stops, seeing you at the tailgate, seeing you at the boxing ring, seeing you with Barry Sanders, seeing you with Calvin Johnson, Stephen Tully, Isaiah Johnson. What a lineup that you were with.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. You know, the, the one thing that I will say, and me and Tully talked about it a lot, is you know, we gotta do more to get more of our younger alumni back, you know, because it was a big gap. You know, you had a lot of the older guys, you know, obviously Lomas was getting put into the pride of the Lions. So you had a lot of the guys from, you know, his time, his teammates, the older guys, um, you know, I would call them 55 plus, you know, 60, you know, that age group. Um, so we need to get more of those, you know, 38, 42, 43, you know, get some of them guys to come back and, and you know, just have a good time. You know, Nate Burleson, he will be in there. And, I mean, I'm sure it would be difficult to get Sue to come back, but get Sue and Ziggy and, you know what I'm saying, just some of the guys, Rasheem, Mathis. And I know he spent most of his career in Buffalo, I mean, in Jacksonville, but he was fun to have in Detroit for a little while. James ahead of you know, a lot of those guys, man, get Kyle Van Den Bosch back out there and Dominic Rayola and Rob Sims and, you know, what I'm saying just bring us a lot of the guys back, man. So we got to do a better job of that. But for the most part, it was a good it was a good weekend being able to see a lot of the guys, you know, seeing Calvin, seeing Tully, hanging out with those guys, having really hung out with those guys. You know, since I left, I've talked with him, but not really hung out with him. So it was just good to be back seeing Isaiah. He was a young guy when I was there, um, so getting to see him, see how these guys are doing, what they're doing business wise, you know, all types of things, man. So it was just a good, good trip, good weekend. Um, shout out to the Lions for uh, for putting that on.
1: Yeah, and it was just so fun following along, including with uh, Arian Foster popping up in your chat saying that Stephen Tully actually pinched a nerve in his neck?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, back in our uh, Houston days, I think Tully was in uh, Tennessee at the time. Um, you know, we used to go back and forth. We used to go back and forth with those guys, you know, twice a twice a, uh, a year. Um, and so, and then, you know, in 2012, when when Tully was in Detroit, Uh, Foster was in, in Houston as well. We played them on uh, Thanksgiving day. So I'm sure they had they they plenty of, uh, plenty of run-ins with each other. Um, but it was actually cool. Yeah. I don't really go live that often. So, you know what I'm saying? To see guys pop in, that was, that was kind of cool.
1: Bet online is your number one source for your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, it was cool to follow along with that. And also cool to see you get gifted that chain you've got on there. For the people watching on YouTube, you can see the chain. But if you haven't, go check out Glover's Instagram. Go check out the Lions' Twitter page. They had it all rocking that chain.
0: Yeah, man, it was it was actually kind of cool. I was, was doing the meet and greet uh, with some fans. And um, a guy, a cool fan, walked under them. And he had a chain. I was like, ooh, that chain's swaggy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to get one of them. And um, he took his picture, him and his daughter, I think, and they left. And, you know, like 20 minutes later, they came back. And I don't know if they went and got some chains from somewhere. I don't know where you get them from. Or if they gave us the chain up their neck and was like, y'all can have them. We'll get some more. I don't know what happened. But shout out to that fan, that guy, um, for blessing me with this dope, dope, dope chain, man. So, hey, man, if you're a Lions fan and you know where they are or you know how to get them, you know what I'm saying? Spread the love so people can get one, man, because they definitely, they definitely rocking. I didn't think I was going to make it out of there with mine just from people asking for it, fans asking for it. I generally would give stuff away, but I would just like, you know what? A special fan gave this to me, so it's be only right for me to keep it and represent. So I'm keeping it
1: absolutely you gotta keep stuff like that and the fans sure seem to appreciate it the lions posted the picture of you and calvin on the sideline you had the chain on and there were two very popular comments it seemed like everyone either said wow that chain is swaggy as hell that chain is fire or they said oh my god glover's back in detroit glover hi i miss you so the fans were excited
0: what they posted it on instagram
1: uh, I saw it on Twitter. I'll have to send you on it Twitter. Yeah, I'll send you it after. Hey, yeah. I had to check might it out. Have, I had to check it out. Might have been on Instagram too, but I was reading all the Twitter comments. But people were excited as hell to see you there. Did you feel that energy in Ford Field and around Detroit? That it was just they were excited to see you? Excited for the Lions or a little bit of both?
0: A little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Like a little bit of both. I think a lot of fans were excited to see me. And, you know, that makes you feel feel good means means that you did something good with your time here you 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 know made an impression on a lot of people a lot of people enjoy watching you play um and that makes you feel good knowing that hey man you know you did some good things you know what i'm saying and and that was that was actually pretty cool but then just the the excitement around the lines is is exciting and to be a part of that um and like I say, to to still be young enough to where, you know, a lot of these fans still remember me. You know what I'm saying? They remember me. Um, And it was just a good time, man. Everywhere I went from restaurants to, to, you know, the boxing, the community service, like everywhere was just a good time. Um The downtown Detroit was actually really cool. I uh, walked around, took some pictures. I love taking pictures in Detroit. It's just such a, like... It's a, like historical, like just dope. Like some of the buildings there just streams like history, and it looks a certain way. And it was a gloomy couple days, so it kind of like fit like the look. Um, and it was dope, man. It, like I said, it was a good time. Um, it was a good time, man. So, I uh, I had a good time. It's really all like <laughs> it was good,
1: and obviously it is fun being on the field as well it sounded loud as hell in there what was the vibe like on the sideline when the game was actually happening in the pregame, getting to the actual football now
0: man it was a dope vibe man just being there the lights shine bright man and golly you know people kept asking me all the time about missing football and this and this and that you know and when you're not around it, it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, you don't really, you know, but being on the sideline, being there Monday night, you know, I told, you know, a couple of guys asked me, I'm like, you know what, this this is what you miss. You know what I'm saying? You miss, you know, the bright lights, you miss the game, you miss the fans. And like, that's, that's what you miss, man. The brotherhood going out there and going to battle with your brothers, you know, you don't really miss the preparation that gets hard. And, all that stuff, but like just the game, man, that's that's just fun. And the environment was crazy, the fans were going crazy. It was just good, man. Just so being able to be down there doing the like intros, um, seeing it like from a different perspective, you know, I tried to. You know, show the fans like that. I tried to. I tried with, with what I was doing with with the content for from the game. I really was just trying to get people to see, this is what it looks like, this is what it feels like, this is the environment. Like this is this is it. So um, it was actually a dope time, man. I I I really I really was impressed by everything, um, and it brought back some definitely some some good memories for sure.
1: And so I imagine you didn't end up getting in the locker room to give a pregame speech. But were you chatting with any of the guys during the game, before the game? We saw after the game you were hanging out with Amir Abdullah. Nice to have him back hanging out with the Lions. But
0: uh. Well, I saw, Amir. I saw Amir pregame. That was okay. actually pregame when I saw Amir. Um, no, they didn't have us in the locker room for pregame speeches or postgame stuff. I saw a couple of players on the field. Um, I saw them running up at halftime. I think I had recorded some stuff, but I don't, I can't remember. I don't think I posted that one. Um, at halftime, saw a couple of guys running up, Tracy and Jerry and um, Cam and, you know what I'm saying? A few of the different guys. Um, I don't know if I posted that one or not. Dang, I might've forgot. But um, but that was about it. You know what I'm saying? That was about it. I mean, they, they kind of did their own thing and we're in their own lane and, you know, we kind of were doing our thing as the alumni and, you know, so it was cool. It was cool.
1: Yeah, it looked like a good time and a good game to be at as well, especially from a secondary perspective. I'm sure watching live in person, seeing that Kirby Joseph has the interception. Tracy Walker has the sack and then Devontae Adams, one reception for 11 yards. Granted, he did get open a couple times. The Raiders just couldn't connect with Adams. So, what did you see live and in person from the secondary, and what were your thoughts? Were you impressed? Were you nervous? How'd it go?
0: I mean, they look—they look good. They—they they look good in person. You know, out, outside of those plays, I don't know what Cam was doing on a couple of those plays. He was—he was kind of playing up close and like doing like a bell technique, but he wasn't belling all the way. It was like he was reading something um and Devonte should be the guy that he's reading because yeah he he had one catch for 11 yards but he could have had three catches for 180 yards you know yeah. what i'm saying um so with two touchdowns um so yeah that's definitely something they got to clean up the communication what was going on right there was it some some busted coverages or some bad reads or whatever was going on um, they got to get that cleaned up, but I thought it was a pretty clean game, you know. That interception that Kirby Joseph had, I don't know why Garoppolo threw that ball. I felt like I could have picked that <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> well, you would have, he's got better hands than Kirby, so <laughs> no disrespect to Kirby, but I felt like I could have picked that one off. Um, but hey, Garoppolo threw it. I don't know if he was trying to force feed it to, to Devontae Adams at the time, but that definitely wasn't a throw that he should have made. And, you know, Garoppolo just didn't play well. I mean, he had a fourth down early in the game, and Jared Jared um, Josh Jacobs is standing wide open right on top of the sticks right there, and he just don't throw in the ball. Um, he just didn't really play a good game, and hence why you see he's gotten benched and, you know, coordinators are fired, coaches are fired. That's what people don't understand. Those are the pressures of playing professional football. People see all the glitz, the glam, the the, the greatness, the fun, all that stuff but you're literally holding other grown men's jobs and livelihood in your hand, So it comes with a level of responsibility, a level of, you know, accountability, because when you play well, it affects other people around you. When you don't play well, it affects other people around you. And now you got two men that are out of job and I get it. They probably still get paid and they have this and have that, but they're out of a job. And a lot of it has to do with the play of the quarterback, do they have something to do with it? I'm sure. But at the end of the day, Jimmy Garoppolo is the one that goes out and make throws. Those coaches didn't miss neither one of those wide-open targets. He missed them. Those coaches didn't throw that pass into double coverage. He did. So um, to just kind of how kind of how I feel about it. Um, but at the end of the day, it was a great day for the Lions defensively. Alex Anzalone he got a couple sacks in there. Like you said, Tracy had a sack in there. The um, secondary played well. It was just a good day. The, the energy was high from start to finish, and, you know, they 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 did exactly what they should have did outside of maybe scoring a couple more points.
1: Could have scored a couple more points. Could have had a little bit cleaner coverage on a couple plays, but it, at the end of the day, when the team other team's leading receivers, it's two guys and it's tied 19 yards on two receptions, it's a pretty good day for the defense, and like you said – it basically cost four people their jobs. And obviously, there's more that goes on behind the scenes that led up to this. But Jimmy Garoppolo, he is now being benched. He's lost his job. He's probably going to be cut next year. Josh McDaniels loses his job. They have a new head coach, former linebacker for the Giants as well, Antonio Pierce. So that's going to be interesting. GM loses his job, and the offensive coordinator loses his job. That's four people off of Man,
0: they fire one Mike performance.
1: too. Yeah, they fired uh, Mick Lombardi, and they fired the GM, uh, Dave Ziegler, as well.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the GM go down, but hey, that's what happens. That's what happens. You know, it's crazy.
1: It's the way the NFL works, and these two were a package deal. It's interesting. You know, you fire a guy who didn't get to pick his head coach and don't give him a chance to ever pick a head coach, but it was a package deal. It's just It's a lot. It's a lot to take on. I've never really been in this situation as a Lions fan, where you see after the game, it just you have to reckon with all of the people losing their jobs after.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised the the Devontae just didn't stay in Detroit. I wish they would have made that happen. Um, Obviously, that's a big move for Oakland, and you know they probably felt like, hey, Devontae's a great player. Let's get rid of these coaches and see if we can get somebody else in and 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 keep Devontae um happy and you know try to you know use him to bring other guys into uh Vegas because if we get rid of him and keep these coaches that um that's not going to make players want to come and play um so they did the right thing and you know Antonio Pierce was a good linebacker um he played a long time smart guy you know you never know how guys are going to be as a head coach but hey hopefully he does a great job and um Maybe that's the job that he get, you know, after after the season.
1: And that's kind of what I'm reading into this all as well, is that it wasn't working out with McDaniels. The vibe there was bad. Josh Jacobs probably wasn't going to resign. So now they're making an appeal to Josh Jacobs. Keep him next year. Appeal to Devontae Adams. Hey, you know, we can fix this. We can get this all in sync. But it's just unfortunate. The Raiders are going to have to start over pretty much from scratch, kind of like the Lions had to do a couple years ago when they hired Dan Campbell
0: yeah i mean that's just part of it you got you got to do that you when you make a big overhaul like this like the coaching staff for as the head coach the offensive coordinator the gm i mean it, and and they signed those guys they signed josh mcdaniel to a, a, a long deal they, they, so they're gonna owe him a lot of money so it had to be bad for them to say hey we're gonna get this guy out of here even though we owe him a lot of money we got to get him out of here and get somebody else in so Hey, I don't know what all goes on behind the scene, but I mean, I just wish that the NFL would stop giving Josh McDaniel opportunities to be a head coach because he's clearly shown that he's not that guy. So can we please stop um, putting him in our top five head coaching candidates? Is not Josh McDaniels. Can we please get the message?
1: First coach in NFL history to be fired twice before his second season was finished. Just... Didn't work out, not gonna work out. We'll see if he returns back to New England or how it shakes. That got out. to
0: be where he goes. That, I don't know where else he goes.
1: At this point, not the Indianapolis Colts, that's for sure.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> moving that back to promise. the Lions. Yeah. Moving back to the Lions here. 26 to 14, like you said, it didn't feel as close as the score indicated. And it felt like the Lions, like you also said should have had 34, 38 points, could have even scored 40. It just, it felt as though they were settling for field goals because they didn't fear the Raiders, which I understand because it's the Raiders, but that mentality also worries me in more competitive games.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. If I don't fear somebody, then field goals are are not the way of showing that to me. Yeah. Like If I don't fear somebody, then I'm going for it. Why? Because if I don't get it, I don't think that you can go down and score. Field goals are for people that I kind of fear because, hey, man, we're going to need every point that we can get. So we can get three, let's scratch three, and hopefully we can get another. You know what I'm saying? Because if we don't score and they go, like, it's going to be tough. So we're trying to get every point that we can get. And then when we get down closer inside the 10 or the 5, we may have to go for it because we're going to need touchdowns as well, right? But if I don't fear you, like, I ain't kicking a field goal. I'm finna go score. We got, we down close to the end zone. We're in the red zone we're inside of 20. We're going to score. I don't care. We ain't kicking a field goal. I don't trust the offense and go 80 yards on us anyway. Bump it. We, we setting the tone. It's Monday night in Detroit national TV. We're setting the freaking tone. We get a bye week next week. We'll heal up. We'll rest up. Then we're going all in right now. That would have been my tone. It wouldn't have been kicking all these field goals and playing the conservative, but Hey, that's what they did. They won the game. Um, but I definitely would have, I don't know, tried a little more.
1: I, I would have been a little bit more aggressive. And it it felt like they got a little cute at times. And I get getting cute is kind of aggressive. But Amon Ross St. Brown can't take a sack on a pitch pass. That can't happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think Josh Reynolds was wide open on that play as well. He was, but, he was wide
1: know. open standing in the end zone. He got afraid of the uh, defenders coming up. And it just... Yeah, it got too cute resulted in a couple field goals like that. But it was still being it almost felt like they slept walk to that win.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could have won it. Like you said, they could have won that game in their sleep. You know, they the Raiders are not playing very well. A bunch of turmoil, as we see. So the Lions did what they should have done other than, like I said, they should have scored more. And I don't know if you should give up 14 points to them. But they do still got good players. Josh Jacobs is a good player. Devontae Adams didn't do much, but having him create some other things for other players. And then the pick six by Marcus Peters, you know, hey man, that's what he does. You know, that's that's just what he do. He he he's been that type of player since he came in the league. He's big, he's a big play guy. You know what I'm saying? And he he made one. And took it back, and that's how they got, you know, I think their first touchdown. So, you know, it happens. It happens. You know, defensively, you win that game 26-7. Um, team wise, you you win it twenty-six fourteen. Should have easily been thirty-four at least. Um at least thirty at least twenty-nine. Guy misses a twenty-five yard field goal yep. at the end of the game. Like, what are we doing, man? If we're gonna kick, at least make it. God, damn
1: that. Oh, that, that killed me. That and he just been good this year as well. Right. No shade to him, but that just.
0: Ugh. So those are the things that, like, over the bye week, that when coaches like, "Hey, we got to clean the film up." That's stuff that he's talking about, right? The 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 two blown coverages on Devontae Adams. Why is he running? Why is a guy like Devontae Adams running wide open in the secondary? Yes, Garoppolo missed. We can't expect other guys to miss. Right. And when you're playing against teams that you should beat, like Minnesota coming up and and Chicago, those are plays that could hurt you. Right. Leaving guys running wide open and they actually hit those throws and now you've given up two touchdowns that hurts you. So it didn't hurt us Monday night, but it could hurt us if we don't get it fixed. Missing 25 yard field goals didn't hurt us on Monday night, but it could hurt us if we don't get this stuff fixed. So those are some of the things that we got to clean up. Yeah. And it's you, easier to clean them up coming off of a win going into the bye week.
1: Yeah. Cause when you face Justin Herbert, after the bye, he's completing that pass to Devonte Adams or whichever wide receiver it, we're letting run wide open. So you can't repeat that. You got to clean that up, but there also was a lot to like outside of the pick six golf played really well. It kind of felt like he could just do whatever he wanted. Despite, a weird game from the receivers. on Raw Saint Brown was great. Six for 108. Laporta, eight receptions, 57 yards, and a TD. But then Josh Reynolds, only one catch. He fumbles that catch, and so that's bad. Jameson Williams, only two receptions, 16 yards, has the drop. Khalif Raymond, 24 yards. And so that all results in the Lions going out and making a trade for Donovan Peoples Jones.
0: Yeah. I mean, we knew they had to get some help at, at wide receiver. I mean, you know, losing Marvin, and although he wasn't doing much, but you still got to add somebody. And then, you know, Jamison, you know, every time I see him drop a pass, it's passes that are below his below his eyesight, and he tries to catch it with his body instead of his hands. And so the ball is below. What I mean by below is eyesight means, you know, the a ball is coming right at you, boom, you can catch it like this. Or if it's over your head, you go up here and catch it. But when it's below your eyesight, unless you're catching it out like this right here, you probably got your hands in. So now the ball passes your eyes before it gets to your hands. And instead of him catching it with his hands, it's like he's trying to catch it with his body and it's hitting off his arms because he's not he's not seeing it so you just gotta he gotta trust his hands more. see on those on those deep passes he catches it the same way, but I think that's more of his speed. He likes those those hard passes going to the out where you need to be using your hands to catch those passes. he doesn't seem to be very comfortable um, with those and so that was a, that's something that he needs to work on um, otherwise he's just gonna be known as a deep target. And it's hard to be a really good deep target when they know that you're only a deep target.
1: Sounds like he needs some hand school.
0: Definitely needs some hand school. He don't need jugs. He need hand school. Like He needs the quarterback throwing the ball so he can see it coming out of his break, down below his eyes, so he can catch those passes.
1: Yeah, throw one up here, throw one down here, throw one up here, down I got here. A
0: perf- I got a perfect drill for him, too. I used to do it. Maybe I need to show it to him, send him a video.
1: That sounds like you might need to get in touch with Jamison Williams. I think the Lions need Coach GQ reaching out (laughs) and teaching some hand school.
0: Yeah, it works.
1: works. (laughs) I've seen enough interceptions from you that I know it absolutely (laughs) works. Maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones goes to hand school too. I don't know. But they finally get that big body on the outside. It feels like they've looked for it since Dan Campbell got here. They try it with Brashad Perriman. Tyrell Williams first year doesn't work out. Worked okay with DJ Chark last year, but then again, he's hurt. He's off and on, and he leaves. Tried it with Denzel Mims. Tried it with Marvin Jones. So now it's Donovan Peoples Jones' turn to step up and try to fill that role.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I don't know a lot about Donovan Peoples Jones. I'm not going to sit here pretend like I do. But the Lions made a trade for him. It felt like he was somebody that could add some value to what they needed. So hey, you got to trust the front office. You got to trust what they're doing. You can't. You can't, you know, be on board for some things and not on board for other things. You either got to trust them or you don't. So if you trust those guys, you understand that, hey, this was the move that they felt like would help us. with This is what we needed from a team standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a camaraderie, from a structure, from a chemistry. All those different things go into it, and they felt like he was a guy, and they made the trade. So hopefully it works out. And
1: that's kind of how I felt about it too. A sixth-round pick for a potential starter, great. Sign me up for that. Getting that type, that body type of wide receiver that you've been looking for for so long. And at least, you know, he can do it. We don't know if it's going to be a dominant level, a good level, but we know he is an NFL caliber starter, which is something they have had trouble finding at that role in the past. So I like it. I'm excited for it. It was just a little bit disheartening when you see these blockbuster trades go down and I get it. It's all part of the long-term plan. But when you see Chase Young go to the 49ers for a third-round pick and the Eagles getting Kevin Byard, these are all pro-type players. It's like, oh, that makes this division or this conference just a little bit harder.
0: Yeah, I mean, Chase Young going to the 49ers is a big deal. If he can stay healthy, he's definitely going to make that defense better. Um, The commanders basically threw in a towel. Um, You know, it happens. They're going to have major changes over there. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I saw, you know, the Vikings end up taking Josh Dobbs. Obviously, Kirk Cousins goes down and they need a quarterback and they get Josh Dobbs. And it's kind of like, you know, And I saw um, Arizona was like, you know, Josh Dobbs is definitely not starting or playing. So it's either going to be this guy or Kyler Murray. And you're like, has he been playing that bad? That you're to the point where you're like, he's done. And then he gets traded to Minnesota the next day. I don't know, man. That's, that's, that's weird to me. But you know, what did Minnesota see in Josh Dobbs to make him that valuable to them? Like I, that'd be, I don't understand some of that stuff, man. But, hey, they got Josh Dobbs, and, I mean, they didn't – Kirk Cousins is out, so that's that's definitely going to hurt them. See what happens with Jettles, if he even comes back, or how he's going to, you know, pursue his time, remaining time in in Minnesota. So, <laughs> the Lions got to – you know, if the Lions can't win this division and make a run for one or two seed in, in the playoffs, then we might have to see what's going on with the Lions – Like. Earthly, earthly, (laughs) it has to be something in the clouds.
1: (laughs) Lions are going to win this division. Lions are going to beat the Vikings. Lions are going to beat the Packers again. Lions are going to beat the Bears twice. We'll see if Justin Fields is even their quarterback at that point or if it's Tyson Bajan still. Right. It's a good time to be a Lions fan. It really, truly is. And I get people are frustrated that, oh, we didn't get Chase Young. Oh, the Bears traded for Montez Sweat. But we've seen the Bears blow second-round picks in the past. So I'm not worried about it. I'm excited. And I think it's just a good time to be a Lions fan.
0: Oh, no question. Great time to be a Lions fan. Hence why I'm still rocking my chain. So it's going down in a D.
1: Any final thoughts here on the team in general? I guess we didn't touch on Jameer Gibbs, who just balled the hell I was just about out.
0: to say, I mean, Jameer Gibbs, seeing him in person during the game, like, he did his thing. He did his thing, you know. I mean, he's just an explosive guy. And he was able to get out of space, get enough touches, oh. get comfortable that, you know, he really, he really showed, you know, why he was a first-rounder. And if he can continue to play on that level, they get David Montgomery back after the bye, hopefully. I mean, between those two guys, they're going to have a really good one-two punch. Um, And all it takes is a game like that to get your confidence high. And, you know, now he had that big game. He's going to go back to Alabama this weekend and play in LSU. He's probably going to get all types of love. He's going to be really feeling good. Just make sure you don't make any crazy mistakes. Being back in college you can make it back to Detroit safely Sunday night and be ready to go next week.
1: And it's a great time for the lions to have a buy as well. David Montgomery is going to get healthy. Hopefully Jonah Jackson comes back healthy after the buy Hal Vita gets a chance to get healthy. So that's three offensive starters right there that have a chance to return after the buy. And the lions are already six and two.
0: Yeah, and their and their schedule has been perfect for stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? They had the opening night on Thursday night, then they got to the, you know the the extra little break. They played about three or four games, I think it was, and then they had another Thursday night game. And so you get that little extra couple of days break, and then now you at basically the midpoint of the season almost, and you get a bye. And then they're gonna play two or three games, and then it's gonna be the Thanksgiving game, and they're gonna get another little break. And then you got a six-game or whatever game stretch at the end or five game, whatever it is. I mean, I think I think it's I think it sets up well for those guys, schedule wise. I think it does.
1: It really, really does. We could be here in a couple months. And these are the only two losses that we have on our record.
0: That'll be that'll be good. You know, um, that'll put you at the, you know, depending on what happens with Philly, that puts you at the, at least the two seed. And. Hey, man. You don't get a bye week as the two anymore, but getting two home games in the playoffs before you have to go on the road, if you have to go on the road, that's huge.
1: Absolutely massive. The Lions are in perfect position right now. Any final thoughts on the Lions, the NFL, the upcoming bye week or just life in general?
0: Nah, man, just exciting times. Just exciting times to be a Lions fan, be an NFL fan. If your team is doing well, then shout out to you guys. It's holiday season officially. Hope everybody had a safe and fun Halloween. Now it's on to November, so we got three weeks, three and a half, four weeks before Thanksgiving. So don't wait till after the holidays to start your workout plans. Get it in right now so you can enjoy the holidays and not have to worry about counting your calories. Let's work out a couple days a week. Enjoy some football. It's getting cold outside. Cook your gumbo if you're down south. Cook your soup, your chili, all those good things. And just enjoy this time of the year. It's a great time of the year. Um, So, yeah, that's really all I got.
1: Great time of year. Great time in the fall, in the NFL season. Great time to be a Detroit Lions fan. And a great time to have a bye week so the Lions have the weekend off. Then we will be back to preview the Lions after that. But until then, we will see you next time.
0: Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.